Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 347 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we begin a new week of our Come Follow Me studies. Uh, today we are looking at the um, the Christmas week. Uh, we're coming into the week of Christmas, uh, which is found uh, in our Come Follow Me manuals uh, in the 20th, uh, well Monday the 20th to um, the 26th of December. Uh, and we're looking at Christmas. But um, as always, there's always a different slant on this Christmas week. We've had the Come and Follow Me uh, schedule or manual now for three years, uh, and each time there's been a different focus, which has been lovely. Uh, the first year, I think, was focused on the Christmas story itself uh, in found in the New Testament, as we had been discussing the New Testament that year. Uh, last year, there was a focus on the Christmas story along with the uh, the story from the ancient Americas, as we had just studied the Book of Mormon. And this year, it's again different. Quite fittingly, really, in the last few weeks or so, we've been looking at some important church um, kind of proclamations or announcements or official declarations from uh, church leaders given at the time. Uh, And as we studied the family proclamation to the world this last week, just gone, we are now looking at another document, not a proclamation, uh, but a document that was signed by the First Presidency and Quorum of the Twelve Apostles just five years later after the family proclamation to the world. And this one was called The Living Christ. And it focused on our understanding of Jesus Christ as our Saviour and our Redeemer and taught some important truths uh, revealed to us by the the restored gospel of Jesus Christ uh, about who the Saviour is, what he has done for us and what his relationship is with us. Uh, and so it makes complete sense to study this um, a, a week after having studied the family of proclamation to the world. And of course, finishing off our study of what is really not just the doctrine and covenants, but also is church um, church leadership through the years uh, up until today uh, in this in the last dispensation. Uh, and I think that it is fitting that we have this document to be studied now. It isn't a proclamation. In fact, there have been six official proclamations of the church uh, since its uh, founding in 1830. And actually, uh, there's going to be a great study that we're going to have together once we get through the rest of the types of doctrine study uh, about what these six different proclamations were. Because I wasn't aware, really, that, that there have been six specifically in the church's history, and that the family proclamation to the world was the fifth. Of course, we had one only just last year in the Restoration Proclamation, uh, and we'll discuss what those, what the other four are uh, in that study. But for this week, of course, we're going to focus on the living Christ, which wasn't a proclamation, uh, but yet it taught some very important truths about the Saviour. And it's fit- fitting that we study that this week in our week as we prepare for Christmas at the end of the week. As I like to do, we're going to first look at the background and context of this uh, of this document, The Living Christ. And it was written, or it was published, by the First Presidency and the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles on January the 1st, 2000. Obviously, there was a great excitement around going into a new millennium at this time. Uh, and it was felt uh, that the First Presidency and the Quorum of the Twelve wanted to put together or, or, or give a gift to the Saviour uh, at this turn of the millennium, a Christmas gift, uh, and it was this testimony of him uh, for the world to read uh, from the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles and the First Presidency. Uh, and it was in fact seen as a companion to the family proclamation, which had just been published and delivered five years earlier. In fact, President Russell M. Nelson, who was... Um, who is, of course, one of the apostles who was alive at the time of this uh, document being published, 
uh, spoke about it in the April 2017 General Conference. So if you want to have a little look at some of the background and discussion around it, I strongly recommend you have a look at that talk. Uh, but he said in there, quote, we must keep the doctrine and gospel of Jesus Christ at the centre of our goals and plans. Without him, no eternal goal is possible and our plans to achieve our eternal goals will surely fail. Close quote. Um, I suppose that it's just a kind of a, a development over time that this was brought forward. In fact, I mentioned that um, President Ballard, Ballard was one of the was one of the 12 apostles at the time that this was given. If you have a look at the signatures at the bottom of this document, there are, of course, only five individuals still alive uh, at this time who were a part uh, of this uh, this proclamation going out. Uh, there's President Nelson, of course, uh, uh, President Dallin H. Oaks, President M. Russell, M. Russell Ballard, um, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland and Elder Henry B. Eyring. Uh, all the other individuals, and just listen to these names and just kind of think about your memories of these individuals. Uh, President Gordon B. Hinckley, of course, President Thomas S. Monson, President James E. Faust, President Boyd K. Backer, Elder L. Tom Perry, Elder David B. Haight, Elder Neil A. Maxwell, um, Elder Joseph B. Worflin, Elder Richard G. Scott, and Elder Robert E. Hales. All of those brethren were there in attendance as well at the development of and the publication of this uh, document. And if you remember, they also published the uh, the Living Witnesses video uh, that or Special Witnesses of Christ video, about an hour-long video of about five minutes each, sharing their personal testimony of the Saviour. And if you have uh, not seen that for a while, I'd, I'd, rec I'd recommend you going searching that out. Uh, it's easily found on YouTube, Special, special Witnesses of Christ, LDS, uh, but it's a wonderful reminder of the importance of the Saviour and his place uh, in the leadership uh, and the, the mission of the Church. Uh, President Ballard encouraged us in his talk to place a copy of the Living Christ uh, document where we can see it, and then says, quote, I would urge you to study it along with the family pro proclamation to the world. We speak often about the family proclamation, but please remember to read it in light of the saving power of the Living Christ. Without the Living Christ, our fondest expectations of eternal families will be unfulfilled, close quote. In essence, he is saying that the family proclamation is the what, you know, what we desire, what we what we seek for. And the living Christ is the how is how is this made possible? Uh, and it is, of course, only because of our savior uh, and his atonement uh, that that this is made possible. As we kind of consider the, the reasons and the purposes as to why we, re we receive this, of course, I mentioned that it was seen as a, a birthday present uh, to the savior at the mark of the millennium. But there is another potential reason why we were given this uh, this signed document from the Lord's anointed at, at that time about the witness of Christ. Uh, and it was given or reminded or, or given as a warning to us by Elder Robert D. Hales in October 2013, uh, who talked about why perhaps we were given this document, not because we necessarily needed it then as, as as such, but it would become important in later years. Very similar to how when the family a proclamation to the world was given, we discussed this. At the time, most of society kind of kept um, the idea of the family values and the, the idea of a structure of an ideal family uh, or the family that we should try and aim for uh, as something that was important. And however, over the past 25 years or so, this has declined. Uh, and of course, um, Elder Hales warns us that this is the case as well with the living Christ, that the truths taught in it were not surprising and 
many people in the world were were aware of the Saviour. But of course now, 21 years later, um, we see a much more uh, secular world, a world that has gone further and further away from our knowledge of Christ and who he is. Uh, he said, quote, We watch, hear, read, study and share the words of prophets to be forewarned and protected. For example, the family of proclamation to the world was given long before we experienced the challenges now facing the family. The living Christ, the testimony of the apostles, was prepared in advance of when we will need it most. Close, close quote. And certainly now, uh, you know, there are statistics and uh, figures that show about how there are starting to be more people leaving Christianity than there are joining it. Uh, and that is concerning uh, for, for disciples of Christ. And it's even more reason that we need to be aware of this living Christ document, understand it, know it, uh, maybe memorize it if you can, but for certain, study it often, uh, as often as we study the family proclamation. And if we're not studying the family proclamation often, then studying both of them more often. As we study it this week, let's uh, make sure we try and internalize it more, uh, bring more of the spirit of its message into our hearts, and of course, help it to remind us of the important reason for the season our Saviour Jesus Christ. Thank you very much for listening today. We'll dive into this uh, document from tomorrow. Uh, please do share your study with us on Facebook, uh, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, or you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again. <laughs>